Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. Last fall, we talked shop about the global chip shortage and how that was impacting the rising cost of vehicles and how that actually changes the way that we shop for a car. Today, we're going to pick up right where we left off to see what has changed, what hasn't, as we discuss the eight things to know before buying a new car. So since we last spoke about this um, Mm -hmm. on car buying last September, we're continuing to see higher vehicle prices due to factory shutdowns and chip shortages, which is crazy that it's still continuing to be a problem this far after COVID first hit. Yeah, no joke, but But pump pump the brakes. brakes. (laughs) Yeah, because technology is coming in clutch to provide us with a new site that tracks those dealer markups that we've been seeing so much of. It's interesting how things like this happen. You know, when gas prices first started being a challenge several years ago, they went up and then they came back down. But there were people that created websites just to track where the cheapest gas was. Yeah. And that just tells you how impactful this has been to society, that there's now a website that actually keeps track of this. It's markups.org. Mm-hmm. It was started in January 2022. Lists over 3,500 vehicles with their markups. And this is crowdsourced, right. but then also verified by the admins. So, like, people submit what yeah. they see, and then the admins go and verify it for them. Right, exactly. And actually, I've, I went on this website to kind of see how they how it works and all the listings and that kind of thing. And it's really cool because a lot of people will actually take screenshots, mm-hmm. right, uh, if they see... The, like the tags? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they'll take screenshots of the online advertisement for the, the vehicle, or they'll take a screenshot or a picture of the actual tag at the dealership and kind of post that on the website just to, yeah, again, to, to verify it. And it's, it's really, really cool because I mean, I looked here in Arkansas and I looked at, you know, kind of different places Mm -hmm. and so I'm saying, okay, with these are the the trends of the ones that charge more basically. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So we, we're looking at things on this website, uh, like a $10,000 markup on a 2022 Kia Sorento to a $20,000 dollar markup on a 2022 Toyota Sienna. And what's interesting is the truck drivers are really getting hit. $73,000 markup on an F-150 Lightning. <laughs> and these are dealer asking prices. So obviously we all know you can negotiate these. And mm-hmm. side note, if you didn't know you can negotiate, <laughs> please do. Yes, please don't just, just pay what's on the sticker. Money. You're welcome. <laughs> there you go. That's the show. Y'all have a great day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But we have these eight things that we're going to talk to you guys about that will help you in your car buying experience. So the first one is understanding the features of whatever vehicle you're looking at and mm-hmm. what what you really need. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, this is it's going to be very just clear cut. And you would think that's OK. Yeah. Like the first thing you think of. Right. Because you want to know is is this vehicle that I need? Is it something that I, is just for transport? Just mm-hmm. for me? Or is it something for the family that needs to be comfortable, that needs to be safe, mm-hmm. right? What are those kinds of features? So, yeah, it, it really uh, starts off with what exactly do you need? And I think it's important to consider like where you live mm-hmm. and where you work as part of this because I get it. We live in the South. People love their trucks. Mm-hmm. But if you drive 60 miles to work mm-hmm. every day there and back, maybe you ought to consider getting something that gets better gas mileage for now. You know, but if you work in like construction where mm-hmm. that truck has to be able to load things or you got to be able to pull a, a trailer, then of course the truck makes more sense. So 
part of it is just being logical about what you truly need. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, do you like an automatic transmission or do you like a manual transmission? Do you need four wheel drive because you live kind of out in a rural area? Or is that maybe just something that you don't need because you're going to pay for that? Exactly. So why pay for it if you live in a cul-de-sac? Like, let's not pay more than we need to. Exactly. And that can also be, you know, trim models because, you know, we know that each vehicle and it has its different levels mm-hmm. of trim and features and all of that. So also just being practical and understanding, okay, this is what you're willing to pay for and this is what's too much. Yes. And kind of the way I put it was figure out what your non-negotiables are. Like for me, my windows have to be able to be controlled from the front because mm-hmm. I have children. So they like to get their own ideas about what they're going to do with their windows. So mm-hmm. electric windows that can be locked, that's one of my non-negotiables. Yeah. Um, I like having a keyless entry. That's really important to me, which most of this stuff every car has now. But, mm-hmm. you know, five, ten years ago, they didn't all come with that. Yeah. I literally, two vehicle go, two vehicles ago, had to roll my windows down. So, so it's not been that long for me. You know, I mean, it's been a long time because I'm not one that trades in very often. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they did make those still. And it's a lot harder to find now. But know your non-negotiables before you ever get on the car lot. Definitely. And speaking of paying too much and what that might be for you, show me the money is what we should definitely be asking mm-hmm. as far as uh, understanding just our budget before we go into the car lot. So yes. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't under or don't plan ahead for a down payment of any sort. But mm-hmm. if the car you're going to get is a more expensive vehicle, even a modest down payment can make a big difference in mm-hmm. the loan and what you end up paying for that vehicle. Yeah. So yeah, in this topic, what we're saying is make sure to know what that amount of down payment is that you have saved up for for the vehicle. Now, what it should be because kind of like Teresa said, it affects multiple things, including what your interest rate might mm-hmm. be. And uh, ultimately, your your budget. And I think a lot of people go into a dealer expecting to get a loan from the dealer. Mm -hmm. But in my personal experience, I have found that a credit union or a bank sometimes can be a better interest rate on your loan than what a dealer can offer. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the dealer offers special deals and it may make sense to use them. But understand that you have other options. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So another thing under this you know kind of finance topic is that you actually can find out what your insurance rates are going to mm-hmm. look like, which is you know something that you and I were talking about kind of as we as we were preparing for this, uh, but that you recently found out that if you're there on the lot and if you have the information of the car that you're looking to purchase, you can actually call your insurance agent mm-hmm. and get the details on how much that's going to be. I mean, to the penny. Mm-hmm. So you all you have to do is have a VIN number, and they can pull up that vehicle and give you the exact rate that you would be paying. And I'll tell you guys, I got my backside handed to me on this with a vehicle purchase in college because Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that even the color of the car can affect the rate. So they had given me a general idea of what the the car I was looking at would be. But when I gave them the VIN number, it ended up being like $100 more every six months. And as a college kid, that was a big difference. So that's a great tool if you've got a good insurance broker. And if you don't Mm -hmm. have a good insurance broker, maybe it's time to get one. And then have you thought about the property taxes Mm -hmm. on that, the personal property tax and the sales tax? You know, if you've got that down payment, that's awesome. But you're also going to have to pay some sales tax most likely within the next 30 days. Do you have that set aside? Yeah. And another another trick that some dealers might have you do is try to roll that sales tax into mm-hmm. the car loan. Yeah, if they're saying they're covering it, they're actually usually just adding it to the loan. So beware. 
And so ultimately, again, make sure that you know the amount of down payment that you need, the that you know the interest rates by checking out uh, banks, credit unions, not just going for the dealership uh, financing and finding out interest rates as well as sales and property tax. And a little trick I want to add here that I failed to mention when we were planning for this is pay attention to what you're paying for the car, not just the monthly payment amount, because they're going to get you real focused in on the monthly payment. True. And you may end up buying more car than you thought. And that actually happened to me with my current car. Um, I had a new baby, so I really just wanted to get out of there. I was letting my husband kind of take care of it. And he was also distracted because we had a new baby again and when I found out what the loan amount actually ended up being it was way more than what we had agreed to because Mm -hmm. there were other things that they talked him into when I was out of the room oh no and all he was thinking is I want to protect my wife and my children and and so all these things sounded great so when you get in that finance office a lot of magic can happen for them and not so much for you Mm -hmm. so pay attention to what the final loan amount is not just the monthly payment Absolutely. And our next topic here is make sure to research and know your stuff before you hit the dealership. Mm-hmm. So things like comparing options, you know, is something that is so, so good, especially now. Nowadays, there's so much information out there that you can look at online and be able to compare you know, different cars, different different dealerships, you mm-hmm. know, all of this information, even interest rates at banks. So, yeah, make sure to start there. Uh, you can even do virtual test drives. If you go on YouTube and search the type of car that you want to buy, there will be uh, test drives as well as uh, folks that are going to be giving you the pros and cons of each car mm-hmm. and you know telling you everything that you need to know just from a driver or even mechanics perspective. And the Kelly Blue Book website is a great place to go and figure out what the fair price for a vehicle is, especially if you're buying used. That mm-hmm. can be really helpful. So that you don't, you can kind of walk in with that ammunition where if they try to give you a price that's way above that, you can say, listen, Kelly Blue Book says this, I'm willing to pay this. It helps you in that negotiation process. Yeah. And then the last thing here is you can actually look at a car's uh, mechanic history, the type of uh, like just maintenance that has been Mm -hmm. done on it as far as, you know, has it been given regular maintenance Mm -hmm. right at the dealership or, you know, other places that report that kind of information by doing a Carfax report on it. So uh, I know that a while back ago they were uh, about $25. I don't know mm-hmm. how much that's changed or anything like that. But, you know, if you're looking at, at buying a car, and which is a huge investment, you know, yes. it's a pretty, pretty big investment for most folks, uh, then you should definitely, I would say, uh, take the, the money to and invest it in a report that's going to let you know, okay, you know, was was this car in an accident? You mm-hmm. know, has the transmission been replaced? Yes. You know, things you like know, that. You know, you wouldn't buy a house without getting it inspected. It's the same thing yeah. for your car. And sadly, some cars cost about what a house would. So before you make that purchase, mm-hmm. it, it makes a lot of sense to do your research there. And then our next tip, you know, that I know a guy, right? <laughs> know your local dealership. Do they have promotions? Do they have a good reputation? Especially if you're going to be using them for service. I will tell you, I bought my van from a place here in Little Rock. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful service department. I have tried to service it in Conway at the dealership there. And mm-hmm. I have numerous times felt like I am inconveniencing their day. They're they're good at their service, but you can't just walk in. They make you, they don't, you don't feel welcome there. Yeah. 
So that would have not that would have been a deal breaker for me if I had gone there originally to try to buy this vehicle mm-hmm. because it's important to me. I will drive all the way to Little Rock to get it serviced just because I don't want to deal with them. Right. And that's revenue they're losing. That's huge. Yeah. So ask your friends, you know, other people who have similar vehicles, where they get their vehicle serviced, mm-hmm. where they bought their vehicle and about their car buying experience. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you know a mechanic or if you know a good salesperson, right? A, mm-hmm. a car salesperson you know, that you know, that you trust, that can give you the real information, uh, tips on, you know, where to go, what mm-hmm. to ask, you know, or what just cars are you having to fix all the time, you know, like, because yes. there are trends. There are some vehicles out there that a mechanic would tell you stay away from if mm-hmm. they, if you know them personally. Yep. And then you got to kind of treat this like your first day of school. <laughs> That's yeah. our next tip. Yeah, no, I like that because yeah, you should definitely bring your notebook, your pencil, your sharpener, have <laughs> or your clicky pen, you know, whichever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, make sure to have questions ready. Mm-hmm. Have the notes and printouts of the cars that you want to see, right? Because you should research what's mm-hmm. on the lot before you get there. That way you already know kind of, you know, what you want to see instead of letting them dictate what you're gonna see. Yes. And then if you're interested in trading in your car, you know, bringing your car's information, right? Bring, bringing your car's car facts uh, and then, you know, your registration, like all of that information. And the, be- the Kelly Blue Book report on it. Exactly. That all can come in handy. And my favorite on here is bring a snack and some water because <laughs> you don't want to be hangry in the midst of all of this. Yeah, because I mean, that definitely, I, I don't know about you, but I am a firm believer that that is a, a sales tactic is just mm-hmm. keeping you there as long as possible, wearing you out mm-hmm. that way. By the time that you get to that finance office, you're just saying yes to everything because you want to get out of there. Yes. And our next kind of tip there, the thing you need to know is they're going to try to make it a combo. Now, we're not talking about fries and a drink. <laughs> what we're talking about is getting upsold. And we I would kind of alluded to this before. It is a common practice at dealerships. And it is the job of the finance person mm-hmm. To try to talk you into things that are in addition to your car. So whether it's gap protection or it's a warranty, and we're not saying they're necessarily bad, just know mm-hmm. going into it that those, th- those things are going to be encouraged. But here's the challenge. The cost of these items typically gets added to the note. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be paying interest on these items too. So yeah. it would be better if you could pay cash. If you want the gap coverage, fine. Just pay cash for that if you can so you're not adding it to the loan and then paying interest on it. Definitely. One time I got it, yeah, kind of uh, scammed into buying one of those things and it took forever to cancel. Well, and I'll tell so. you, I refinanced my van mm-hmm. and I could not get a refund, nor did it carry over to the new loan. So I had to get new gap coverage. So wow. there's there's things like that to think of too. Yeah. Um, and then our last thing is talk the talk or not our last, this is our seventh thing. Yes. Talk the talk. So negotiating is an art. Cars at the dealership come with extras and they want to make you pay extra for them, but you didn't ask for it, right? So you can actually ask the dealership to take those things off and give you a better deal. Mm-hmm. Or you can use written offers from one dealership to leverage and at another dealership and get a better offer. And then our last one, you call it be confident, but I say walk the walk because yes. it works. You know, if you walk in there and they don't have what you want or they're not willing to meet your requirements, then don't be afraid to walk away. Yeah. Just as the buyer, you're in control and you have the right to just say, you know what? I appreciate it. This isn't going to work for me. I'm out. Yeah. So here are our two cents with all the resources available to us today. Everyone can turn the car buying experience from intimidating to empowering. And there are many of us that aren't comfortable with the negotiating side of the experience. And if this is you, consider the world of online car shopping where you don't have to really deal with that.
So that's the end of our car buying tour for now. Don't miss our next episode when we discuss the importance of your employer's retirement plan and what to do if you don't have one. Thanks for listening to the Talking Sense podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The GenWealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. General Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.